Yo, it's the most dope show, it's about that time to get live Take a break from your 8 to 5, them other guys don't have the ability to rip it We kick it, three guys on, representing with the most killer spirit And we coming with the jokes, so you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes And forget them other folks, cause we got the best quotes Randolph does more than just jokers, he woke and he got the files Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial I don't know where that boy Tim is now Raising the daughter, he hella proud Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit The sock puppets always be there to assist Too many to name, but they all of this shit I guess I could try, love me some Frankie French Milner and Mike B Be lit, I cannot forget about Petey and Chris J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips That's a whole damn nation, so they always near Pop, pop, bang, bang, getting green romaine Three guys on sock puppet nation, gang, gang Yeah Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave, I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Toy saying I don't think the trial was a waste of time. I'm torn on it. I really am. Um, we knew what the outcome was going to be, and I think it's good to get these people on on record so on that I'm pleased with but I don't think that people will do what is necessary what needs to happen next because people don't have the stomach for it okay for instance so they're all on record now we see that we see what these people are about okay so how do you propose to work with them moving forward how do you propose to work with a Ted Cruz or or Tim Scott or and now those are just the high profile ones? How do you work with any Republican going forward? You don't. There's uh... there's no way you can. You you can't work with them moving forward. I people have to understand this. This is not about. There's no such thing as unity or bipartisanship stop believing how do you believe that moving forward how you you don't you don't well we have to have a bipartisan i saw somebody today said we you know this is for the good of the country i think it was yesterday and i said you know we need to have a good functioning two-party system do we do we really need to have that because how do you how do you have that now going forward you can't have but whose job is it to make that function right it's just like it's a two-way street you can't just will it into being functional or not being dysfunctional. It's dysfunctional through no fault of Democrats. So. And that's another thing we need to stop allowing people to tell the lie of it's both sides. I, that, that I detest that. And I outright reject it. It's not both sides. It's one side. It's been one side since Barack Obama got elected, but before that actually, but since Barack Obama, it's been one side. We've just allowed this to be said that it's both sides. Well, it's both sides, and both sides have blame. No, they don't. No, no, they don't. Both sides act. In, no, they don't. They don't act in the same manner. They don't do the same things. They don't carry themselves the same way. They don't have the same ideals and same goals. You know, that's right up there with these people love their country. No, they don't. These people love an ideal of what they think the country should be. That's they what love, they love. They love power too. Yeah. Power which is means part of more. which is part of that ideal. Yeah. Power means more than anything else. Re- retaining power regardless of the dirt that you have to do to get it. Right. 
and they're willing to do whatever's necessary. And because of that, they leash these type of people on us and we treat them as if they're serious minded people to just talk with and they're not, you know. At this moment, I would try everything I could possible to kill the filibuster right now. Well, I'd get rid of it right now. There's no reason to have it. Might as well get rid of the filibuster. They already shown it can't be worked with. Yeah, there's no reason to have it. So just get rid of it. You already tried. You already tried bipartisan. Um, bipartisan. You already gave it. A, you already gave it a go. You know, yeah. Only twenty four days into the Biden administration, twenty five. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. We'll get rid of the filibuster, Mitch McConnell, yeah. or whatever, and we're done here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's we we've seen it. We're done. Here. Everything everything from them is a threat. I don't think anybody's really ever noticed that over the year. Everything over the years from them is a threat. When we're in power, watch what we would do. It's a threat. It's a very white thing, by the way, to say. It's a very, uh, it's a very white thing of uh, if you get into power, this is what you're going to do to me. So when I get into power, that's what I'm going to do to you. You know. I mean, but the the, the good the um, I guess the I guess the hindsight or whatever is we already seen what 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 they would do for the past twelve years. Mm-hmm. Um, since Obama into Trump, uh, what the Republicans would do. So I, I don't understand. I mean, I, I, I see as a as a wish by the Biden administration to want bipartisanism. Uh, I know I'm not saying that right because um, bipartisanism. Yeah, bipartisan, whatever. Bipartisanship. Bipartisanism. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, even even like even with that, right? You notice that the Biden administration is still going on, and that train is still going. Like they're not they're not falling for the banana and tailpipe. Like uh, when Obama first got in, and they derailed and slowed down the uh, relief, um, the COVID relief, well, not the COVID relief package, but the um, relief package back um, eight years ago, so mm-hmm. uh, twelve years ago. So you see, there's lessons learned, and um, I think this is just another lesson. They're like, okay, get rid of filibuster, we're done here. Mm-hmm. Let my let my bay Kamala come in that joint and uh, right cast that tiebreaker. Yeah, it's just she's gonna have to just go up. She's gonna have to just show up to the Senate a lot, you know. And you got to watch out for a motherfucker like Joe Manchin, who also believes in that bullshit. You know, yeah, he believes in that because his constituents believe in that shit. But, but these to, are our family members. But to do that, right? But to 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 null and void Manchin, right? Um, what you do is you hurry up and turn DC, um, mm-hmm. statehood DC, and now he yeah. has. You immediately do that, yeah. yeah. Stay, DC and Puerto Rico. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Isn't Puerto Rico kind of? I didn't. I heard. Of, well, never they're mind. Not all, they're not all for statehood. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard they just want to be their own country. They're good with that. <laughs> it's up to it's up to them. DC's a definite. Yeah. You know, DC's a definite. So so go ahead and do it. You know, you keep saying you keep paying lip service to it. I want to do it. I want to do it. Well, go ahead. Go it's ahead. just as big as it has the same population as in Nebraska. <laughs> you know, There's other states. There's no reason not to. How long no. would it? How long would it take for them to um, become a full statehood, though? Like after the I don't vote, know the process. I don't know what the process is, but that's fine. Dem- Republicans play the long game. Democrats refuse to Never. play the long game. We're gonna we're gonna do it now, and then however long it takes for this process to be done. They already think you're evil. Right. <laughs> so do some evil shit. Do, do they bad think shit. Nancy Pelosi is evil now today. Right. They think Chuck Schumer is evil right. today. Well, Republicans so, are they're they're not good people. They're just they're not, man. They're not. We we act like they are. We act like there's these moderate Republicans and you can talk to them. You can't. They're they're not good people. They're they're not. They 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 back moral monsters. 
Might have been the, the Lincoln Project. Well, that one guy. Look what happened to them. I knew this shit was going to happen to them. They're not good people. They don't like this guy. Okay. That don't make them good people. You know, it just, it, they're, they're not, they're, they're fundamentally and at their core, they're rotten. <laughs> they are rotten human beings. At the core of who they are, they are rotten human beings. Because it's, it's, you have to be a rotten human being to say, I don't think those people should be allowed to vote. You are a rotten human being and we act like they're not. Speaking of which, um, so my work phone thinks I'm a liberal, but my personal phone thinks I'm a conservative. So I'm getting all these texts from this guy running for governor in Virginia. (laughs) I keep saying, stop texting me, but then a new number starts texting me. Um, and one of the texts, Glenn Youngkin, Young Kin, Y O U N G K I N. I got a text uh, yesterday. I'm pro life and committed to defending unborn babies. We must win these govern- this governorship to stop the left from forcing taxpayers to fund abortion. I said, stop texting me. Uh, the day before, though, a different <laughs> number. I didn't want to argue with some random intern. So the day before, though, Different number. Glenn Youngkin here. <laughs> like, okay. To ensure election integrity, Virginia needs clean voter rolls, strong, strong voter ID, and an independent Department of Elections. Do you agree? I just said, stop texting me. Now, Virginia already has voter ID. Mm-hmm. There's no, I don't know how you can make it stronger. You just show your driver's license. It's very easy. Um, what does clean voter rolls and strong voter ID mean? What's he talking about? We have voter ID. So Glenn Youngkin is trying to push that shit in Virginia. Of course. Because Virginia's is gone blue. Virginia's gone blue and they still think they have a chance to flip it back because it hasn't been blue that long. As Eddie Glaude says, a choice will have to be made. There is no middle ground. I had a discussion with my wife, her friend from high school. Their mutual friend is a Trumper. My wife is like, fuck you. I ain't talking to this person anymore. But right. her friend still talks to the girl. Right. And I, told, I, told, I said, she is, I said, what do you say to her? She was like, well, let's just read it. She's, I said, there's not a middle ground here. She can't have it. She can't have it that way. She can't have it like that. I don't believe in you, but we're still cool. How are you cool with somebody like that? You can't be. It's people who can't make, who can't make that necessary, can't do the things that are necessary. They're the problem. Yeah. Like I said, in Germany, like I said on the previous podcast in Germany, they start teaching their children early. As soon as they start going to school, you start learning because they're willing to do what's necessary. This is necessary to make sure this doesn't happen again. I don't know if I want my child learning that. Well, too bad. <laughs> it's necessary. I didn't learn this it. Is, I turned out good. This happens. It doesn't happen again. You know, we have to we have to do this. And, and this country has shown repeatedly um, Chappelle said, and very smartly, uh, but uh, that if uh, I think I wrote it, I wrote it down so that I would have it. Should we start the podcast? We didn't start. Yeah. Well, we have started. I mean, we can <laughs> I mean, I don't just know. tack a just tack an entrance on earlier. <laughs> so all right, hey, uh, yeah, we start. Okay, well, we started at some point prior to this, but yeah. this is the Thursday episode, everybody. <laughs> this is the Thursday episode of saying Randolph. And we're recording it literally. Oh, this is Andy Klein. And, I'm, uh, and I might be. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. We're recording it 
as the impeachment vote has just been finalized. So mm-hmm. that's why we kind of got. We've had ten things. minutes. We've had ten minutes there talking about it. I'm processing. Chappelle, if you could solve, if you could solve Black Americans' problems, this country would have no problems. Which is something in line with something that's similar that Baldwin said that the the future of this country is precisely the same future as Black Americans. And that was 50 years ago when he said that. However, you treat Black America is what's going to happen to the rest of this country. Right. You know, it's just you can see it. You see it happening all the time. You know. And again, these people are moral monsters. And Nikki Haley, um, JL reposted this article today about about Nikki Haley. She wants to run for president. And the shit she says about Trump is just to say she has a blind spot would be ignorant to say she's making a political calculation would also be not correct, because I don't believe that this is her flipping back anti-Trump after being pro-Trump. Couple right. Ago, right. Right. Well, she's but she's saying like, you know, Trump believes that he was robbed, robbed the election. And because he believes that, then that makes it OK to do. I'm like, but it's not true. And, right. you know, it's not true. So. There's there's the disconnect. She has a disconnect in mind. It's not I'm making excuses for him. she believes this shit. This is what I, people think they don't believe this. I'm like, no, no, that's what they believe. It just seems so bananas that you're like, there's no possible way they could believe that, right? No, they believe it. Can you can you really consider can you really consider him believe well, obviously I wrote it correctly. Can you really consider him believing that he was robbed in an election for a year and some change where people already telegraphed the movie he was gonna do on election night? Right. Right. Like that was pretty like Hillary Clinton, you know, she was robbed and no right. one was coming. But Bernie Sanders said at least six months before the election even happened, with with I don't know why DeJoy, the the post guy, still has a job. Somebody needs to text Biden and let him know that DeJoy is still the postmaster, so he get a new one. Um, There's a whole process for that. There's a board of governors that selects right. the postmaster, but Biden can get rid of the board of governors for saying you guys are derelict because you're letting this guy continue to run the the post office. Yeah, and that's how but, you get into you know bringing your own guy in. But but uh, but th- everybody predicted this. He was going to do this, and on election mm-hmm. night he did it. So can he really? Can can you really use that line of he feel he was robbed when everybody knew what his strategy was? You and can he, if you're morally bankrupt. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're morally bankrupt, sure you can do that. Why couldn't you? Man, Trump is bankrupt all over the place. Yeah, he is a morally bankrupt human being, and the people around him have been exposed as also morally bankrupt. It's much the way we've seen. Through this, through this pandemic, these motherfuckers running around and doing all this shit. It's like, oh, this is, you are a piece of shit. I kind of knew, but now I really know, <laughs> you know, you've been exposed. But, but the question becomes is what do we do with these people who are exposed? What can you uh, do? What are you willing to do? What's necessary when dealing with people like this? I am. I have no, I have no problems asking people out of my life. None. <laughs> None. Now, hey man, fuck you. I don't. I don't need you around me. To tag your point, Randolph, I think we also have to remember too, as a unit. I like to use the word unit, as a unit, and they don't really publicize this a lot. On, on the right, they do. They be like, "Well, there's 74 million voters for him," but they never talk about the 81 right. that got Biden. We have to remind. They don't us. count. That's because we allow them that. We allow them the space to do that. 
We don't tell them to shut the fuck up. I have yet to hear when someone makes that statement to hear the net, to hear the person say, you know, that there's 80 some odd who won. You, you know that, right? I've yet to hear someone just make that simple statement. I've never heard an, a reporter make that statement. It's like, you just let this person say this, put it into the ether and then it just floats. Well, there's 71 million people who got, yes. And they lost. That's how, that's how elections work. After every election, there's a lot of people who lost and you lost it. it that's it. There's no thing of I'm supposed to respect your lose. You're losing. What, what part of the game has that ever been that I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to respect your losing or, or because a certain number of you voted that somehow that's supposed to lend crease. That's not how it works, but we on the, on the left, we allow this. This is what I always say is because we allow people say you don't like, yes, we do. We don't say anything. Now, the next response to me would be, would be, well, what do you, what are, what are we supposed to do? I don't know what we're supposed to do. I know what we shouldn't do anymore is what we're doing now. What we're doing now is just allowing them to say this shit. That's what we do now. And that doesn't work. So why don't we do as George Costanza would say, if this is not then doing the correct opposite, what does that look like? I guess from a, an actual, like, how do the you? The first thing I would say would be to confront it head on and say that doesn't matter. That would be the first thing I would say. That doesn't matter. Rather than let somebody just talk and talk and talk. That would be the first thing I would say. You know, like that the thing we saw where they were saying these people are disenfranchised. You're disenfranchising. No, they are not. So right. don't say such stupid shit. Okay. I was, you don't know what disenfranchisement means. So shut up. I'm not going to be nice with you about this because you don't know what you're talking about. So you should be quiet. Go learn what disenfranchisement is. That's not disenfranchisement. I come from people who have been disenfranchised and who are trying to be disenfranchised right now. Shut your fucking mouth. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, should I say it with that much vehemence? Yes, I'm not here to coddle you. I'm not here to coddle you. I'm not here to be nice to you. I don't give a fuck about your feelings because you're saying ignorant shit. And it's us who coddle these people, these ignorant ass people, is why we're in this position we are today. But, but if but, you go back to Jim Crow, the reason why Jim Crow existed was coddling white feelings. That's why Jim Crow was was put into place. Coddling white feelings. And who got fucked? Us. Black people weren't allowed to, to build wealth through the New Deal because we were locked out of getting the loans purposely. Why were we locked out? Because white people didn't want us to have the loans. Coddling white feelings. Who got fucked? Black people. You know? Who got fucked? Black people. But what about council culture? You know? <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other thing. That's not a real Good thing. point. <laughs> what about cancel culture, uh, Randolph? What about that? I'm, I'm you know, sorry. I, I, How's a mic drop like, moment? You know, as Jason, uh, Jason in the chat room is saying they're saying it on Fox. Who's going to push back? You need to start saying, telling people, other news media, other media stations need to start saying Fox News is lying. Start saying it. We don't even do that. We just Some, say, well, yeah. that's, that's just I, their opinion. I think the question becomes is would that even be effective at this point? And I don't know yeah, if it probably, would. Maybe not at this maybe not at this point, but we don't even try it. 
that's my point. We don't even try that. We, we don't even try that. We won't even consider trying that. We just say, well, that's just their opinion or, well, there's no sense in going on. Listen, I'm not going on Fox News. I'm not one of these black people who believes that either. Like, just go on Fox News and speak to those people. I don't give a fuck about those people. I don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about me. They're trying to curtail me from having basic civil rights. I'm supposed to give a fuck about them. I'm supposed to go to them and convince them to allow me to have my civil rights. Get the fuck out of here. I don't give a fuck about these people. <laughs> I give less than a fuck about them. Less than a fuck. You know, um, what Mitch I McConnell. need is other people to say the same thing. Mitch McConnell pulling a, a Nikki Haley style pivot, <laughs> according to Maggie Haberman on Twitter. McConnell, who voted to acquit, is excoriating Trump for a, quote, disgraceful dereliction of duty. Too late for that. Quote, there's no question, none, that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. Then why didn't you vote guilty? He's trying to, because he, these people also think that they're, and they might be right, their constituents are dumb enough to buy that bullshit. You know, so he's playing to somebody. He's signaling to somebody he doesn't want to lose Kentucky voters. Uh, so he's just like, yeah, I mean, I, I think he did bad, but I also didn't vote to to convict him. So he can kind of get both sides of that. And maybe he's right. Maybe that'll work for him. You know, here's Malcolm Nance. He said Trump welcomes impeachment acquittal, says his movement has only just begun. Malcolm Nance warning. Trump has been planning an insurgency led by his political base but speckled with rage-filled militias and terrorists. He thinks he's immune to all and now will work tirelessly at every level to destabilize the Biden government. The Republicans know this and they voted for a civil war. Malcolm Nance um, has been sounding these alarms for a while and he's been right a few times. I mean, he's, he's a counterterrorism guy. Mm-hmm. And um, he's been saying this is going to be like an insurgency the way some countries have that last several years, like Ireland and you know other places as well. Um, even if he doesn't, it doesn't come true. I think it at least is worth being prepared for that mm-hmm. because you know he's. What's the harm in sort of expecting? That? That's why you know again, Democrats get rid of the filibuster, do everything you can for the next two years. You might lose the seats in two years and not have the chance. You know, so fuck it. It's the fuck it Congress. I don't Jonathan, trust him. Jonathan K. Park. This McConnell speech is something to behold given his vote. I am appalled. So, 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 so here's my question. I like, to, I like to throw this out here. So what do we do with the people, uh, people like Mitt Romney? I don't have any. I don't have any respect for Mitt Romney. He look at his voting record with Trump's policies. I don't have any respect for him. I don't have any respect for someone who's just doing just the basics of what is decency. What is decent? You know the guy did it. So voting guilt, voting guilty is not a. You don't need to have. You didn't need to have any impeachment or anything like that. I don't. You know he did wrong. Who cares? It doesn't. I you I'm not going to praise you for that. I am not. I think it was John Thompson who said that. You don't get praised for doing the right thing, and you don't do the right thing expecting praise. It's just it's just it is what it is, man. You know, I'm yeah. not. Again, I'm not here to coddle Republicans, and by 
when you coddle Republicans, you're coddling whiteness. And I'm not here to coddle whiteness. You did a good thing by voting. Yay, Mitt. Yay, Lisa. Yay. You supported his policies for years now. Years. For years, you supported his policy. Now it's now time for the be, pivot. Now I'm supposed to be happy because you watch this insurgency happen and you're like, well, I, this is this is a bridge too far. Fuck off. But I'm, I'm Not to play devil's advocate, but. The devil doesn't need an advocate. <laughs> However, he was the um, he did vote to um, guilty in the first impeachment as well. So that's why I'm like, he, he was the it. only one, right? Was he, yeah, the, he only was one? the only one? Yeah, he was the only one. So this is like he, he saw it, you know, yeah. he's he seen it. <laughs> he's he seen what it is. Yeah. So that's why I, that's why that's why I only brought up him, because he was the only one who voted guilty twice in huh? both impeachments. So that was like, he's, he's seen it. Um, he's seen it. He's seen what the yeah, I got to stop looking at Twitter because it's distracting me. But yeah, yeah, it's it is what it is. I mean, we all knew this day was going to come uh, right. at the start right, of right. this. You do it anyway because you're supposed to do it. And that's, that's like the first. Yeah, it's just, just like John Thompson said, you do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. That's yeah. why you do it. Yeah. For no other reason than that. Just because it's it must be done. You know, but we all have to deal with the consequences of what has happened. Yeah. And a consequence of what has happened is, is that Republicans should be fucking shunned by the rest of us. We need to start making decisions as to what we're going to do with the moderate Republicans in our lives and around us and the people who support this. We need to make drastic. It's not even a drastic decision. It's just a simple. There's no there's not there's not a two sides with this. There's not a bipartisanship with this. Not two, And we need to treat it accordingly because they've shown you they've been showing you. It's the same thing with these Blue Lives Matter people. Blue Lives Matter. 140 cops injured. <laughs> I haven't heard a peep out of Blue Lives Matter people. 140 cops injured. Ain't heard a peep out of them. Yeah, I mean, they um, they have those videos where literally they're saying, fuck you, pigs, while right. holding a Blue Lives Matter flag. Right. Um, or Police Lives Matter flag. So. You know, it's always been this. It's always been these pivots and these deals that they make. Where it's like Blue Lives Matter obviously was never about anything but shutting up Black Lives Matter. It wasn't a movement that grew out of anything other than a counterpunch to to Black Lives Matter. It's not real. They don't truly believe that. In fact, the reason a lot of them have armed themselves over the years, according to them, is if state power uh, gets too powerful and they can push back against it. They're very much anti-state power uh, mm-hmm. in the general sense. So. You know, it, it's all just people trying to find their angle. And that's what a lot of politics is. It's not about, and, and that's just, honestly what about what the justice system is. A lot of courts, a lot of trials are about people trying to find the angle, not about searching for the truth and giving consequences for things that have gone wrong. It's about how do I get a W out of this? You know, even if it's at the expense of justice. And that's all that's happening here is everyone's trying to get their make their political calculation. Okay. If I vote this way, but I say this, it'll be okay. If I say this first, then say this later, change my mind. It'll be okay. Remember Trump back in October, 2016, when the uh, access Hollywood tape came out, a ton of Republicans immediately that day ran away from him. Right. They dropped their support. Like I can't, how can my daughter, hear that you know like they were all clutching their pearls they thought his campaign was over and a lot of people did and then when he won those people were right back next to him supporting Marco Rubio. Him. but it was the right thing to say out loud politically on that day 
to condemn Donald Trump for that Access Hollywood tape. So that's all they're doing. They're just they're just blowing in the wind. Whatever way the wind is blowing, they're going to go with it. It's not about integrity or morals or anything like that. It just, you know, oh, this is the best thing for me to keep my job in politics. Mm-hmm. And that's more important than people having civil rights or people being safe. You know, so power is power over everything is really what it is. But that's what I, probably what it's been all along anyway, with a few random exceptions here and there. Where are the Jack Kemp Republicans? <laughs> Guys, where are the Bill Bradleys? Were they ever really real, though? I'm sure there is a couple. Yeah, just, I'm just, yeah, not everything is a blanket rule. There's exceptions, but that's a thing of the past is what I'm saying. Like that, that era doesn't exist right now. Yeah, all that went away when, um, when we got a black president. All that kind of put away. the nail in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cool. As long as the president was white. Once we started giving a black president, it was like, Ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I tell a lot of my friends, well, you know, they're white first, right? And I'll, <laughs> A lot of people are white first. They put their whiteness before everything. So. Right. Right. Protected so, at all costs. All yeah. costs. So, so, you know, black president, that means they're losing their country. We got to do something. Q, uh, Mitch McConnell saying, it's his job to make it a one-term president. QT party. Q, black, black Republicans with bad hairlines coming out of nowhere. <laughs> Is that his own party? Black Republicans with bad hairlines? Every Republican I've seen that's black has bad hairlines. And Tim Scott's teeth are untrustworthy. I don't like his teeth. This scene, I hate his smile. Where's his gums? Maybe that's the next step. Maybe it's uh, black Republicans with good hairlines. Maybe it's going to be a new a new movement. Did you see the one that's coming out for governor um, against uh, Whitmer? In who Michigan? To, yeah, Michigan. Who wants to do away with Black History Month? Oh, the black dude? Yeah, he said if he, if he wins a nomination that yeah. um, he would do away with Black History Month. So what's so what you're going to do? You're going to make sure that Detroit don't vote for you? That's <laughs> you going to do. <laughs> um, candidate for, here it is. Candidate for governor. Austin, what's his name? Austin D. White. Austin Chang, C-H-E-N-G-E. Austin there, Chang, a GOP candidate for governor who wants to cancel Black History Month and calls Governor Whitmer a, quote, dictator. Now, let me get the uh, video up here. Share screen. Um because you said specifically it's it's the the haircut is an is an issue always look at the coons always <laughs> cooning for you thank you adrian look at the coons so okay this is him hairline look he's at the hairline. 35 hairline. he's 35 years old he is ashy too look at the hairline <laughs> and he used mortuary makeup look at that skin <laughs> he's he's uh at his house I guess doing this video, like a little Zoom thing. He's doing his best Trump impression too. Chang. I am a Republican. I am the first Republican candidate for the governor of Michigan. For the- that voice, <laughs> that's a very familiar voice. He is a horrible speaker. Oh my God. Um, hello. <laughs> I'm Austin Chang. He's 35? He's 35. Wow, he's a poorly aged black man. He sends out emails under the African Kings. I'm a family man. I'm from West Michigan, from Grand Rapids. Park 17 is my local station. And I love my country. I'm a veteran. 
and I love my state. I've been to all 83 counties in Michigan. I've met small business owners and families. And that's why I'm in. Oh, he's struggling. He's, this he is the best. 15 minutes of this? This is a 15-minute speech that he gave. This. Good God. Make sure that we have our state back the Look way the American people <clears throat> want it to be. And so you announced your candidacy several months ago. Oh, he's doing like a little like a video podcast, basically, like an interview. You mentioned it a little bit there, but what makes you want to run for you know the highest office here in the state of Michigan? So, like I said, I went around all 83 counties. I'm a small business owner. And what we have faced over the last year is unprecedented. Is there like a slight accent? I'm, I can't tell. He suffers I'm, some sort of, uh, he's been taking the vet, the, um, as, a, as a veteran who goes to the VA, he's been taking those pills that they um, prescribe to him. <laughs> oh, they take, they give you pills? <laughs> you don't want to. I can't. I honestly can't tell, Dominic. I can't tell if that's a regional accent. Is that a, a regional thing, or is that is that a? It's like a hint of a foreign accent. A foreign accent. I can't tell. It's a veteran. That's a veteran who takes the pills. Accent. He is. <laughs> he <laughs> takes the pills. He takes the pills, Joe. I'm telling you. Um, I'm looking is at his Twitter Nigerian? feed. That's not a Nigerian accent. It's a. But whatever it is, the watered down. Like it's kind of almost gone. It's still there slightly. And I'm not the only person who's facing this. And I decided to go into this because somebody has to stand up. Somebody okay, right, yeah, right, right there. Stand right up. Right there. That sounds African. <laughs> I mean, his first name is Austin. Maybe he's like, maybe he was born here, but he grew up in a, in like a, a household with yeah, like if, if, foreign if, language. Dominique saying she got a Nigerian roommate. I could see that. But that stand up sounds African. Stand up. Stand that sounds, up. That sounds African. Now, here's his Twitter feed. Um, look at the cover picture. Look at that Jesus head. H. Christ. Look, look at how ashy he is. What is up with his top lip? That's, a, that's ash, man. That's that's no, uh, I'm not applying any type of lip care to my lips. I'm in this cold ass weather and I don't give a fuck. Look at his hairline. Oh my God. Every Republican. It's just so much shit wrong here. <laughs> He's at a Trump rally. This is like a selfie he took at a Trump rally, it looks like, or someone took a you picture gotta, of him. You stage. got a cocoa butter when you're out in that kind of cold. We all know this. Unless you don't believe in cocoa butter because that means you're black. It's possible. Oh, he's only following four people on Twitter. Who would it? Oh, I can't see it because I'm logged out. Um, he only has 4,000 followers, too. That's interesting. He's not verified either. So is he? maybe he's a long shot candidate. And I went to all the counties in Michigan. I met small business owners. You already said that. Farmers. Too. Yeah. Ordinary Michigan citizens who love this country. And oh. people are fed up. The way the politicians handle everything in this state. It's what? time for a breath of fresh air. And that's what my candidacy, that's what I intend to bring to the people. He's got no shot. <laughs> it's just He's got no shot. And, and no. you mentioned you're the first um, GOP candidate to throw the, their he has no the ring. What made you want to do it so early and uh, put your name out there? He's broke. So can he, can he, I prayed no. about this. I'm a man of faith. And <laughs> he's hitting all the he's hitting all the marks. Right. 
I went to small business owners and farmers and people who love America and I'm a man of faith and the government, they, they don't like the government. And I remember back. He just said he follows right. Tiffany yeah. Trump. That's one of the four. <laughs> he picked that Trump. <laughs> four. <laughs> Tiffany Trump, Kent County GOP, Benji Hinn, whoever that is, uh, pastor, and Mike Sullivan, political director with Kent GOP. Okay. So out of these, which which one do we think who makes his dick come out of their pants? Which one do we think it is? Hmm? Oh. <laughs> is Which, it tiffany trump is that what you're trying to say, trying to say? he's got a thing for tiffany trump this guy's pathetic man <laughs> this, guy. this, this looks fake this looks so fake where is his top lip jesus oh man this guy he has no chance i'm saying somebody has to do something about this and he looks like Forrest Whitaker in the last game of Scotland. That David <laughs> could have helped soldiers on the field, but he huh? went after Goliath. What the hell is he talking about? Right there and then, I knew what I had to do. I knew that in order to change things here in No, Michigan, David couldn't right. have helped the soldiers on the field. Oh, my God. I want the truth. How are That's you going to use the story if you're not using the story correctly? That's a great question, Mark. He wants to know which army was he a veteran of? I would like to know myself because <laughs> um, he wasn't in my army. Yeah, we got to get his bio. I'm going to go to his website in a second. And maybe he has a bio on there. Who knows if it's real? Somebody I don't even know. Somebody has to have the courage to go what? for the person at the top. And then that way you can set an example because by getting Goliath out, people can see that as an example. And I've noticed you've had some so harsh awkward. words for Governor Gretchen Whitmer. You called her a, a dictator recently in one of your posts. Why are you using such uh, you know strong language to describe her? Now, I don't have anything against the governor personally. What? But what? her actions and the things that she has done speak for themselves. She doesn't oh, work with our legislature. Hmm? And that's like the Bill Burr bit. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at her. It speaks for herself. He wants us to put on a mask. That's that's infringing on my civil rights. She believes in cancel culture. <laughs> this is this was done on Wix. His his website says he's charismatic. <laughs> the people's governor. He's still there from the rock. Oh, there Here we go. go. He's thirty five from Grand Rapids. Graduate of the School of Law of University of Birmingham, England. Okay. okay uh, yeah, he's definitely not, he's definitely Nigerian. He created a waving in the social networking environment, whatever that means. Um, in 2016, his tricycle design aimed at improving the lives of peasant farmers made history in the West African nation of Nigeria yeah. as the first design engineered and manufactured by a person of Nigerian descent. Since 2018, he has served as a specialist in the U.S. Army where he's been decorated. So he's only been in for two years. And he's a he's only been for two years, and he's a specialist. With he's an, an army, he well, he got a degree. So sure. yeah. Well, no, but that's the thing is is specialist isn't a that's a that's a stripe. That's not a that's yeah, well, not well, a, that's, that's that means not he's an position. Yeah, that's an E four. Unless he um unless he, he means he has a specialized job. He's enlisted. Yeah, he's enlisted. He has a degree. And he's enlisted. Yeah, he he must not go to a degree. Yes. That's he, weird. He didn't go to OCS unless he's part of the National Guard. Unless he's going to OCS. Look at that picture. <laughs> if he was going to OCS, because I was like, if he was an officer, he would have said in the bio, officer in the 
Yeah. But maybe that's his maybe he um maybe that's a job. He he didn't he maybe talk about specifically his job as a uh, I think if he was an officer, he would every everybody who's been an officer in the military leans on that. Yeah. You know I was a lieutenant, you know, or <laughs> you know with OCS, I, you know you know I was a captain, you know. I'm full bird, full bird colonel. Yeah, know? he would have had to go to OCS. He wouldn't have been able to go he wouldn't have, he didn't make the academy. Yeah, he had to go to OCS. He served as a specialist in the Wait a minute, since 2018, he has served, has is a past tense word, right? Yes. Yes. Well, he has served. So, yeah, it's it's uh, up to the present, though, 2018 to now. So, I mean, so if he's not out, I mean, if he's out and it's only been two years, you know, two and well, three. He's in a reserve. Yeah. Something ain't right. Um, He wants to cancel on day one of his governorship. He wants to cancel the contract with Dominion voting and fight for voter ID. Um, cut government spending. It's defend our constitution, our God-given rights, our unborn citizens, and our American family values. A whole lot of platitudes. Mm-hmm. How can we? How can we end racism if, if y'all keep aborting the babies? We got to. We got to bring those black babies on the earth. Continue <laughs> racism. And he also wants to get rid of Black History Month. Apparently, but you don't need that in a way. Oh, I never like. He ain't even from here. What you know about Black History Month? You ain't even from here. <laughs> I never liked that argument. I, I've I've seen some of my black counterparts over the years say we don't need Black History Month, and I've been like, "Well, that's, that's they're ignorant. Fuck them." <laughs> well, sometimes they have that whole thing where it's like we should make every month folded into every month's curriculum. I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up when you say that. That's what, what I'm trying you. to say is every month should have an element of Black History, so we shouldn't you have one month. We should exactly be part right of every and month. They don't, so you should shut the fuck up. And why don't you go talk to the white people who are in charge of making the curriculum? Why don't you go do that instead of coming telling us this bullshit? Get the fuck out of my face with that nonsense. Shut the fuck if he, up. If he counsels- if he cancels Black History Month, would that, according to Republicans, be part of council culture? I'm just asking for, asking for a friend. Yeah, asking oh, for a friend. okay. <laughs> Here's this quote. I got a quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's from his Twitter feed. I'll I'll post it up here so everybody can read it. This is him explaining his his views on Black History Month. Um, where is it? There it is. Okay. I'll cancel Black History Month in Michigan. It's offensive, unfair, maybe illegal. (laughs) Americans from all backgrounds deserve a revered history. I'll declare American History Month. (laughs) The fuck are you talking about? That's that's the answer. What the fuck are you talking about? What does that mean? If you really think about it, we really don't need a Black History Month. I mean, who needs to know about Martin Luther King for 28 days? Really think. I mean, but what is this American History Month? What about the other 11 months? Like, what's going to be taught? Nigerian history? Well, is that where he's going? Well, Andy, you're not even from here, dog. What are you talking about? <laughs> and that's that should he- be Gretchen Whitmer's campaign. Gretchen Whitmer, I'm from here. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's going to be that's a that's a plus for him because he has a different vantage point because he can see and be like you know what it ain't right i can see it from west africa what they're doing in america ain't right and i'm gonna bring my west africanists here right to help michigan here's what he said we don't need to have multiple history months for the black history month or any other history month for that matter all that should matter is an american history month because that's what binds us together. 
No one should be offended if we're going to have an American History Month unless if they're trying to say that somehow they're not American. What? It's a lot, a lot of words there, buddy. <laughs> a lot of words. You're just talking so. Then, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I think this is the best part. This guy is, a, this guy is fucking goofy. So then, he posts up a press conference from a podium in his living room. That's his living room. Yeah, he's got a podium in his house. Does he keep that flag in his house? I guess so. Unless that's like a, you think that's like a zoom filter? Yeah, he just keeps that shit in his garage and brings it in. <laughs> Hey, tell the kids go get the podium out of the garage for me. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta record this thing again, Dad. Jeez. <laughs> no, I was practicing last time. This time I'm recording. Can you do me a favor, um, Andy? Um, could you zoom in a little bit? Does he have all of his suit buttons? But I think, yeah, but he's standing up. So. He's standing up. You can't tell. That suit is kind of tight too. I'm wondering. Yeah, did he? Uh, did he pass his... the army PT test? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm looking at his neck. Yeah, because I was just looking. I'm like, that top, the top button on his shirt is not buttoned up. Yeah, and it's crooked too. I'm not yeah, right. which means he's not. He don't buy the correct size clothes. <laughs> it's not. I think he was medically discharged. I wonder if, like, when he drags that podium across his hardwood floor, it makes like a sound. <laughs> like he's just, all right, time for a press conference, and he just drags his big ass podium. I'm going to guess that his he's. Kitchen. This is just me guessing. I'm going to guess that he is not married because that doesn't look like the living room of a married man. There's a table behind him. There is a dining room table. I think yeah, it's a dining room. Yeah, the artwork room. on the wall is done correctly. But it seems like he's missing feminine touches, at least in that room. I don't think that's his room. They're like a green screen. You think so? <laughs> I think I think he just cool. he just pulled up a uh, house yeah. on uh, on Zillow. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I think that's a green screen on Zoom. Somebody look up and see if he's married. I don't think he is. He doesn't. Can't. This was January 7th, the day after the coup attempt. Yesterday, I saw Americans doing everything necessary to ensure their God-given freedoms, their rights, and their American way of life. This guy's in the Army. Some were overwhelmed by more passion than others, but all for the love of their country. That's what he said about the insurrection. Yeah, so he thinks the motherfuckers... This is this is the picture of him at his podium. He, he, yeah. he saw people storming the Capitol. He's like, get my podium. <laughs> he goes out to the garage drags the podium scratches up his hardwood floors puts I on wouldn't go that far Latoya Latoya saying nobody fucking him. no there's someone who fuck his dusty ass <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I mean Ben Carson's got a wife <laughs> you know, I hope they got an air purifier in that room there's all somebody dusty. out there that'll that'll get down with him but he puts on it he's not wearing pants by the way he just puts on his suit jacket oh no but that living room doesn't look like any hint of woman has anything to do with that <laughs> Yeah, this is him, an, a guy, an army veteran, saying that these people uh, who stormed the Capitol were trying medically. to ensure their God-given rights. Yeah, he was medically discharged. I'm, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Mental health, perhaps. Medically discharged, overweight, something. Mark, he's single. <laughs> Mark, brother, you got it? He's single? We noticed you confirmed it. Breaking news. Or is it just... Yep, I think... That, that living room, that, and now and now I'm thinking that shit might be a filter. 
<laughs> it didn't have any it didn't have any parts of femininity to it. Just looking at it, I was like, there's nothing feminine about that. Some hardwood floors are a little too clean. Well, wait a minute though. Hold on. Chair screen. Hold on. Look at his is that a ring? It could be I, I could just be an ash. That could be of a, a, a fleck of ash on his hand. It could but, just be ash on his hand. You ain't no telling. But 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 Randolph and Andy, that could be that could be because I have I have a friend, I won't say his name, I have a friend who's a virgin, and that is a virginity ring that looks like a oh. wedding. Prom- a virginity ring? Yeah, to promise the Lord that you will not be having sex until you're married. That is a yeah. okay. So this is how you know that there's no woman involved in this house. Bring that bring the, the living room up. This is if this is even a real living room. Okay, do you notice that? Okay, so now see underneath this picture right here. The picture on the wall right there, mm-hmm. no small table with some with some nice brick of brackery on it. No, that's where the podium goes when it's when he has to put it away. <laughs> if, that, if that's the case, then, then let me tell you something. If he's putting the podium over there, he definitely ain't got no woman <laughs> in his life because women wouldn't allow that. You better get that shit out of my house. The podium and the flag, the flag goes in this little nook right next to it. Get that shit out of my house. He just has the flag right there and the podium, Austin for governor, right there. Up against this wall over here. With the three pictures, nothing underneath that. Well, there's a table. There's a dining room table behind it. Bric-a-brac or anything, you know? There's a dining room table there. So maybe when you pull the chairs out, that's where you (laughs) you need room for that stuff. Yeah, I think he's... uh, (laughs) I'd like to see the rest of his house, actually. Now, yeah. You've already seen it. No family photos. Thank you, Tamika. (laughs) Especially in in the... in that room, that, that looks like the room where you come through the front door, like the front door is to the left behind this flag right here. Yeah. So there should be some family photos as soon as you come through the door. Right. You would think. Yeah. You know why? You don't see any family photos or why you don't see his house? You, you want to know why? Because he stays at the VA hospital. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> see that ring on his finger? Interesting. He has a ring on his finger. I'm wondering, is that a promise ring? A virginity ring. That's what Why is the background white? Here, there's nothing behind him in this picture. Huh. No, why? Okay, well, here we go. Right there, first comment, classic Michigan. Uh, <coughs> racism right away. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, this guy's an anomaly. He's an enigma. We'll, uh, we'll never. Let's, let's book him on the show. I don't think he wants this smoke. <laughs> You know, he probably would come on. <laughs> he just drags his podium. I would love, I would actually love to see that. I would love him. I would love y'all to bring him on. I would just be in the chat and just watch Randolph and be like, shut the fuck up. Like for like <laughs> three straight minutes of just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then just hang up on him. Yeah. Andy shares the screen. <laughs> Is this your living room? <laughs> I just share a screen. It's just the words shut the fuck up. That's the whole screen. <laughs> hey, hold on. I wanted to show you something, Mr. Chang. Uh, hold on just one second. Can you uh, look at the screen, please? Yeah, shut the fuck up. Oh, wait a minute. There might be a family photo. It ain't real. Okay. Wiki's is, got him not having a family, though. So This is a, his army picture. Well, who are these people? Well, who are these people if he doesn't have, if he's not married? Who are these That's people? The same house. That's the same That's, house. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Those babies are not his. I refuse. Well, first of all, the boy. Those ain't real babies. Why is the kids? Why is there a shadow right here? 
<laughs> What's going on? That's the same chandelier and the same room behind him. Okay. Bro, that doesn't look like a real picture. It's Photoshop. It's Photoshopped. You can see by the outline. <laughs> can we get a little quick zoom? Computer enhance. Yeah. <laughs> look at that zoom. Look, 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 look at the, is that a filter? That shit doesn't look real, man. Yeah, well, there's a lot. This right here, all this. I mean, I don't know what's going on in this picture, but that baby, that the the, the baby, the, the boy. Maybe, that's he, in his, maybe he was married and she bounced. The, the baby, the, the boy wants to go away. The boy that's on his lap right now would like to run away. He's. I think the other uh, important thing from these pictures is that he clearly only has one suit. <laughs> okay, that's another thing, Andy. It's the same suit. <laughs> <laughs> He's always got this navy blue suit. Why is the baby? That's a doll baby. Okay, so I need to know now is why is Wiki listing him as single? De- are they divorced? Is I don't think he was. Baby? Does he have a Wikipedia page though? He doesn't he have his own. You can edit. You know, you can edit a Wikipedia page. You got to be. You got to be careful. Yeah. I think we need to do a deep dive on his Instagram. We got we got to go all the way down. Okay, here he is in his military uniform. He's got a beret on. What does that tell you? That tells nothing. Nothing. They all, they all wear berets. No, that's that's his basic training. You yeah, know. that's basic. Because he's yeah. look how lean his face is. That's yeah. fresh out of basic. He's yeah, got all these medals. No, no, those medals. Those are those <laughs> are those those are fresh out of eight um, basic training. Because that's the um, marksman medal right there. That right, right there. there. Yep. What you got this on? Yeah. That's the marksmanship one, and then right below that lets you. I, and I and correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody that's in the army, that's that lets you know if you're like an expert, whatever, whatever. Um, and then if you scroll up, if you scroll up to show the, the beret, if you just show the beret, you notice he doesn't. That, that there's supposed to be a unit symbol there, but ain't no unit symbol because he just got a basic. He ain't got no symbol because he ain't got no unit. He's not in the unit yet. <laughs> Unit. He's not in the unit. He belongs to the streets, right? He belongs to the army streets right now. Did that picture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he well, was fresh out of basic in that picture, and he must have joined it at like thirty-two or thirty-three. Right. He had to, if he if he just got in in twenty eighteen, he joined at age thirty-three. Yeah, he just got in, and they medically. What did you doing joining the military at that age? Because he was broke, Randolph. That's I, you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm like. He was broke. <laughs> I mean, it's a good, it's a good plan. That's that E four. That's that specialist rank, or as I call it, the sham shield, because that's path to citizenship. That. Thank you, thank you, brother Mark. Path to citizenship, yeah. Sham shield E four. Um, that's the rank <laughs> between private and NCO. Um, E five, which is sergeant for the army. Um, the E four specialist and or corporal. Which Were you E five when you left? Oh, I, oh, I rolled out of E five. Yeah, I wrote out E five because that's what that's when the real work begins. I ain't, I ain't. Yeah, that was that's a, you got to make that decision. You gonna stay in here? You gonna? <laughs> and I just thought about it too. I, I I say this and I and I go. Um, uh, next month would have been my twentieth year in the army. I would have been able to retire. Uh, You've been on retirement. Yep. <laughs> yep. Fuck them. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> but the specialist rank is a good is a good rank because that's that's you're you're good enough to to know the army. To know the way the ways of the army, but you but but you but you got that leadership role, but you know how to get out of it too as well. You're not a rookie anymore. You're not a private. You're like a vet. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. Who and delegate roles, whatever. I call it the sham shield because I always got a, I got a lot of trouble using my sham shield. I'd be like, hey, private, go do that. Cause I was the highest. <laughs> but um, that's just a little background. But um, he has no country or no, no um, no unit. Yeah, he must have got out at he went in at probably. 32, 31, 32. He had shed splints and got out. 
got out of 35. Yeah. I wonder if he was medically out medically. I think I think he was medically out. I mean, if you look at him, just just look at him. Look at him. Just look <laughs> at him. Just look at him. Look at him. Yeah. Well, he's got uh, a I'm, wife and three um beautiful but slightly blurry children. <laughs> When I was on, um, when I went to basic training, I had a, uh, it was a white dude who was like 33 or whatever. I mean, I'm, and he just went in because he was broke. That's why. So, same scenario. That's what I believe. When you go to the army that late, you're broke and you're just looking for a way out, unless you, you was already in the army. But that's just my opinion. Opinion. Well, I don't think he's got much of a future in Michigan politics. He's the first person on, on the GOP side to announce his candidacy, but. There will probably be others. Good. Um, that's correct, Greg. He was service service connected. So uh, I'm looking at him. If we could just pull this picture one more time, I could probably guess his service connection rating right now. Oh, you want the the uniform picture? Yeah. I, um. Yeah. If I could just you know just one of his um just one of his suit. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a serve I'm a I'm a um. Yeah. So if he was medically discharged, you went to the VA. He's probably like Greg said about seventy percent. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little higher, man. I'm gonna go about eighty percent. He's eighty percent service connected. He probably has um ten percent, ten percent each for his knees and his back, which puts him at thirty. And um, he probably has sh- he probably has sleep apnea, which is about fifty, fifty percent rating, uh, which gets you at sixty. And he might have some PTSD, which gets him around thirty to fifty percent, which get him around eighty. So he's eighty percent disabled. Service connected disability, VA rating. And his lip says he he gets Dallas. <laughs> Don't his lip get him like three for get him like another three percent? What is yeah. this thing right here above his name? I don't know what that is, but I'd be ashamed to wear it. All right, I'm gonna computer enhance. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'll find it. Twenty five percent for his lips. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's like a veil. Yeah, he has. That's fresh out of bed. What was that? Was he like the lead in basic or some shit? They put that on him. <laughs> yeah, if I could see his side. Uh, if I oh, could right see, here. Yeah, if I could see, because I don't. That looks like the uh, uh, the sham shield. That's where your rank go at. So I think. Yeah, because he don't even have like. Yeah, he's just naked, man. Yeah, he is no. He has no. Yeah, he, no accomplishments. Let's just say it like that. <laughs> at that point, you got his first DD two fourteen in his hand right there. <laughs> Already, <laughs> grand open and grand close. Yeah, yeah. He he got in. He it's, the DL saying he's probably unless he medically out. He might have did sometimes offer that two year enlist for two years and get out. Yeah, you could do two, but the, here's how to get you because you. The secret is you got to do at least eight. So in case some shit happens, they can't call you back. You got to do eight. So if you do two active, you still got six years of inactive. Right. With the ability to get called back. So, I mean, um, I think you just got medically discharged because I don't think you can even run for office while you're still in the military. So by the way, the, the picture with the kids, there's also a video. Oh, I'm here for that. So they're not, they, they are, they do exist. <laughs> this don't they're look not real, animatronic. Man. Good afternoon, Michigan. This is Austin, and I'm just on Christmas Day. This is a hostage video. Look at the wife. She doesn't want to be there. <laughs> Look at the daughter. She don't want to be there either. Look at the girls. I'm here with my whole family, like I promised yesterday. And um, this is my wife, 
Ainy. And what kind of campaign? You ain't gonna, hey, look, you ain't gonna <laughs> blaspheme my wife's name, Joe. You ain't, that's what you ain't gonna do. <laughs> I tell you that shit. <laughs> campaign promise, like, like I said yesterday, as on my campaign trail, that I was gonna show you my family, and uh, here we are, <laughs> my family, Amy. Here, that's my, this is my daughter, this is our daughter, Angel. This is Jesus. What? And <laughs> this is Genesis. And as a family, we love God. He's got, he's got a daughter named Angel. <laughs> well, hold on. Okay. What is his name? Jesus. All I know is what is his name? Jesus, Jesus is over here. Jesus is on the right. <laughs> Genesis is on the left. Someone save Jesus. Someone <laughs> get Jesus out of there. <laughs> this is my daughter. This is our daughter, Angel. You want to be out of there? This is Jesus. Is Jesus a boy? And I thought Jesus was Genesis. a girl. Jesus and was, as a family, I th- yeah, I thought Jesus was a girl too. They're on the twins. Picture. They're twins. I guess the boys are dressed alike, and the Jesus girls. Jesus and Genesis are twins. They're twins. Is that what we're getting? Okay. They're twins. Okay. We love God. God sent His only Son to come down here and die for us, die for our sins, and we're so grateful. This day is a day that we remember the birthday of Jesus Christ. We love him. We love him very much. Our whole family does. We're here at a beautiful home and we love God. So thank you. His eyes don't blink. Hey, look, he's not real, man. He's he's a (laughs) he's a machine. This is not a real person. I've said this for many of years. I said, if you don't blink, I can't trust you. (laughs) (laughs) You got to blink. I don't I don't trust me that don't blink, man. Why you not blinking? What's wrong with your eyes? Your eyes don't get tired. And we want to say a very big Merry Christmas to everyone. All right. So, yeah, together we say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless you. God bless you. Shut up, Jesus. I'm trying to talk. (laughs) Jesus, quiet. Quiet. How do you you scold your child named Jesus? Go to your room, Jesus. Jesus, what what is it that I found under your bed? Is this drugs, Jesus? <laughs> What's the daughter's name again? Angel. Angel. Jesus Christ. No, that's why do you name the boy Christ? No. The other one. That's it right there. Jesus and Christ. Jesus is over here. You said no, that that's Angel. Jesus, Angel, and Christ. And Jesus said Christ is Jesus, on first. Angel and Genesis. Genesis Ooh. is on second. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, he's on first. <laughs> we love you. God bless you. I don't like how he keeps looking at his at his wife or the or maybe his wife every time he says something like right Merry Christmas say it bitch say Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> it's a very awkward video. <laughs> not, not, not a lot oh, of love. God, not a lot of love in that video. <laughs> they're I mean they're all awkward. I mean I guess it's awkward family photos and videos if they're not used to the public eye. Maybe I, you can Those, you can say they're just awkward behind the camera or in save, front of the camera. Save the baby. Save Jesus in Genesis. Good afternoon, Michigan. This is Austin, and I'm here with my whole. F- None of them are blinking. <laughs> that that woman's name is not Amy, and his <laughs> is not Austin. That is the names they chose for themselves to make themselves appear more American. I promise you that. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> family. Like I promised yesterday, and um, this is my wife. Amy, and we're here. He didn't even look at her or, or gesture toward her. He just said it straight to the camera. This is my wife. 
That's my it's my daughter. It's our daughter, Angel. No one's Angel's blinking. his favorite. Angel's his favorite. You can tell by the way her shoulders are hunched up when he touched her. <laughs> no one's blinking at all. Not even the kids. Angel is this is Jesus. And this is Genesis. Jesus blinked. And as a family, we love God. Look at look at the way Angel family. looks at both at Uh, this is Angel. Uh, Governor Whitmer is devil. His only son to come down here and die for us, die for our sins. And we're so grateful. This day is a day that we remember the birthday of Jesus Christ. We love him. We love him very much. Our whole family does. We're here, a beautiful home. And we love God. So thank you. And we want to say a very big Merry Christmas to everyone. All right. So, all right. Yeah. Together, we good? say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Together. God bless you. God bless you. We love you. God bless you. <laughs> this is so sad. Angel, Angel wants to go home. I know it's, I know they said they're already at home, but that's not her home. Angel no, wants like, to go that's home. That's a green screen. That's not the real house. To a real parents, to a real home, to a real dad. Don't touch me. Um, no look, daddy. I want my real daddy. Where my real daddy at? This is Genesis. This is Angel. Over here, we got Jesus. That's funny because J- Jesus Christ was right there. You're right, Randolph. And this woman, Parker Malloy, is getting is blocking people on Twitter. I don't know who she is. Annie, you recognize that name? I recognize the name. Is that like a journalist or something? I think she is. She's an editor at large of something called Media Matters. Okay. She put a tweet up saying uh, she's getting dunked on heavily right now on Twitter. She put a tweet up saying, uh, as of right now, I have no intention to vote in 2022. If politicians want to try to get me off the couch, they do it. They've got more than a year to do that. But right now, no. Oh, I just saw as a ratio on that one. People are dunking on her. Like you wouldn't believe <laughs> a thousand quote tweets. <laughs> Share screen. You know what? I'm just gonna pout. That's my move. I'm gonna pout. Is she a Republican? I don't know who she is. Media Matters is not Republican. Let me see if I can get her to block me. <laughs> Are you gonna dunk on her? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dems should stop caving on everything. There's still a way to get me to vote next year, but right now. WTF, do better. Blame the Dems. Always blame Classic the Dems. Moves. Always blame the Dems. It's a go-to. You know Pelosi's evil. What about Mitch McConnell? Well, we're not worried about him. We're talking about Pelosi. <laughs> Schumer's trash. But what about Mitch McConnell? Don't worry about him. We're talking about, we're talking about Schumer. Did you guys see the... the um... I'll pull up the article. This I think it's in Canada. This place called Durham is was doing a Black History scavenger hunt. They're under fire for it. Region of Durham under fire for Black History Month scavenger hunt. Toronto, the region of Durham is facing backlash after what's been described as a tone-deaf scavenger hunt meant to mark Black History Month surfaced online. According to the photos, the activity posted to social media employees were encouraged to, quote, dance to a reggae song, <laughs> cook an African meal, or 
or have a conversation with a black employee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The region of Durham would later respond to a tweet regarding the event, calling it a, quote, mistake. <laughs> you think? Where are we? Through engaging in the community and regional staff, we acknowledge the mistakes. The mistakes will be made while addressing anti-black racism. The statement reads, which is not attributable to any specific Durham region official. Um, so you could either, for the scavenger hunt, you could either dance to a reggae song, cook an African meal, or have a conversation with a black employee. Imagine the one black employee who has all these white people walking up to him to chit chat because you know there are not a lot, of, a lot of black people working there. You know what's funny? I want to be the. I, want, I would like to know how many people like. You know what? I rather just dance to Reagan than, than to talk to a black person. I'm not talking to that dude, man. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I rather t- talk to a black guy or a black person. I'm, I'm good on that. Like, what's get, pull that Sean Paul up, please? <laughs> pull up that Sean Paul, please. Cook an African meal. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Selena Caesar Chavadis is one of the many people who took issue with the event. The former MP for Whitby and current Durham region resident told CP24 Wednesday evening that the activity and response that followed are a slap in the face to community members and employees in the region who are black. I think it's very unfortunate that the region of Durham not only decided to trivialize blackness through this game or scavenger hunt, but didn't even have the decency to apologize to black communities for what they've done. This is the problem when you do not have representatives from communities within your region, within your staff component, and you put something out there that is so offensive, so juvenile, so insulting to the black community, it does nothing to advance anti-black racism because you have no concept of what anti-black racism is. So wait a minute. Um, Dancing to a reggae song isn't going to fix racism? Is that what you're trying to tell me? (laughs) The only thing that was missing was do a TikTok with a black person. They just went to Spotify and, and just tried a reggae playlist. <laughs> like, play me some reggae. Put that and back. They did like line dancing to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're all daggering. What? <laughs> what if that was part of the scavenger hunt? Like everyone who works for this company, you have to either cook an African meal or dagger. One or the <laughs> other. Bend over, bend over, bend over. <laughs> Yeah, I won. <laughs> won the scavenger hunt. So how long? So how long do you have to do the reggae dance for? Like, what's the um, what's the time limit? I don't think they said. Is it the whole song? What's Canadian back history even do though? What what is that? That must be real. I would imagine it's relatively new to them. Challenge for week one, February first through six. Complete the report section and submit your form. Um. Week one, read a poem by a black Canadian author. That's a whole week? <laughs> Spend a few minutes. Part of the week. Spend a few minutes to learn about Africa. Read what is the highest poem. point of the, uh, the confident, uh, in the continent of Africa? What is the name of the largest lake? What is the name of the longest river in Africa? It's got to be the Nile. Right? Um, dance to a reggae song. Cook an African or Caribbean meal. Have a conversation with our, our black employee. Uh, take a photo of an unscrambled this phrase items in your oh, okay well, it was some kind of scramble board shit what the fuck's going on here <laughs> and then you fill out this card with the poem you read and the song you danced to and the meal you cooked and the employee that you talked to and there's probably only like one or two <laughs> this is black history but 
again, does their nation not have any black history? Why are they going to Africa? <laughs> Why are they going to Jamaica? And this is like, see how this is like a face. It's right supposed here, to be a face, yeah. But it's Africa. <laughs> what is what is happening? <laughs> what the fuck's going on? <laughs> that one black employee with a line around his desk. Why are y'all all here? <laughs> okay. You now, didn't get the email? Oh. <laughs> week two. Dap. Dap up a black person. <laughs> what is dap? You gotta learn the words to the whole black album. <laughs> <laughs> Who's James Baldwin? And why do we even talk about him? <laughs> Ask a black employee who James Baldwin is. <laughs> How do you start? <laughs> Ask our one black employee. I know that I know that dude was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I, know that. I know he or she was just angry. No, it was a guy because they're not sending a, they're not sending in this type of foolishness to a black woman's desk. <laughs> so. Right. <laughs> Take a photo of and unscramble this phrase. It's an item in your home that reminds you of black history and say why. And this is a six word soul train scramble board. Soul train. Image. <laughs> Section, week three, watch soul train. It's on YouTube. Search for it. You'll find it. You, you'll do it when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> week four, the cookout. Are you invited? <laughs> Ask our black employee for an invitation to the cookout. <laughs> this, is, this is so ridiculous, man. Why can't you just teach people about black history? You got to make, make a, like a self-directed exercise in like a safari through blackness, basically. Bad, a bad safari, by the way. Yeah. And by the way, don't 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 say safari too loudly and you might give my ideas for next year. Going on a safari. <laughs> Go on a safari. I always wanted to go on a safari. So week three. Drive home that one way that you don't normally go. I, I would I would love to be the fly on the wall where uh I'm like the last I'm the, the last white person who all he needs to do is find a black person to talk to in the office, but he clocked out. <laughs> so he's so gonna chase him home. <laughs> and, uh, but he needs that one black person to win. But he clocked out. He's going to leave for like a week. Text him at like two in the morning. Hey, man, you up? What's up, man? Hey, when you come back to work? It's me, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, you know, Who? you know, Tyler. What? Never mind. He just writes down. Talk to him. <laughs> he, re he responded to my text. I didn't get ghosted. How'd she get my number, Jamal Tyler? texts back, who is this? And Tyler like pumps his fist. Yes. <laughs> I want. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Where is Durham, Canada? I'd like to. I don't know. It's in inclusive Durham at Durham.ca. It's how you, <laughs> you got to send your report in on what song you danced to, what African or Caribbean meal you cooked also. And then which employee you spoke to? <laughs> I <t> <laughs> looks like because it's in Ontario. It's in Ontario. What if they like? What if you? What if you lie and say I had a whole conversation with Jamal, and then they actually go to Jamal to check because they actually <laughs> asked for his name. They got to verify it. 
Hey, Jamal, did you uh, get a text from Tyler? He's like, who the fuck is Tyler? I turned off text on my phone. I kept getting all these weird texts from people. I didn't have their numbers on my phone. I don't have any white employee numbers on my phone. Kind of a kind of by the New York border across this across a lake that borders the New York border. Oh, so it's it's, it's up there like Plattsburgh, Lake New Ontario. York. So it sits on Lake Ontario, Niagara which Falls. The area. other side of Lake Ontario is Rochester. Okay. Yep, Niagara Falls. It's around the corner from Niagara. You got to go around the lake to get to Niagara Falls. I was reading this whole thing as one long sentence. Actually, it's take a photo of an item in your home that reminds you of black history and say why. And then the next thing is the unscramble soul train on scramble board. So you got to take a photo of something in your home that reminds you of black history. That could go terribly wrong. This is a shirt made of cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture of the label. Is that good? Is that is that what you meant by that? Look, it's a jar. It's a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> Happy Black History Month. I got peanuts. <laughs> I got peanuts. I got peanuts. Roasted peanuts. That one person. Hey, I bought. I just bought some sneakers off sneaker app. I got some Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> just shows a picture of his Jordan, his Jordan ones. Just like, hey, I, I won, right? Just show a picture of your Thriller tape. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's Thriller, Michael Jackson. Is he reggae? Because I could knock two of these out. I could have the item in my home. Oh, he's not reggae. I thought that was reggae. Sorry. Is that like a reggae remix with Shaba Ranks on it or something? <laughs> was like his cassette tape of uh, a, a low down dirty shame. <laughs> dance to a reggae song. It's all they're all going to dance to Bob Marley. That's the only one they know. That and and Snow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and then, wasn't he Canadian? <laughs> he was Canadian, and he's white. I mean, do they do they differentiate between like dance hall? Like, is it is it all reggae or what? To them, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It definitely is to them. <laughs> Dance to a reggae song. I was out there. I was in my home last night dancing to Buffalo Soldiers. Man, it was great. Dancing to one reggae song they know in former. That's what they're going to dance to. I just saw that Geico commercial Shaggy. That counts, right? It wasn't me. I, right? I, I danced during it. <laughs> I listened to it. It was great. <laughs> New Jersey's own Shaggy. <laughs> All right. Happy Black History Month, everybody. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Week four. Sugar on your grits. <laughs> you should go on there. You should be on there. That's a sprinkle. Text oh. Jamal a picture of your grits. <laughs> Week four. <laughs> and how you prepared them. That could go terribly wrong. Fill out the card and send it. Email us the card. <laughs> Scan that card in and email it to us. <laughs> hey, Jamal, did you get a, a picture of grits? We got to verify this before they win the scavenger hunt. Sorry, Jamal, you're not eligible. You can't talk to yourself. <laughs> we don't have another black employee to talk to. I'm not doing this with you, um, Dominique. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to power through and power through this, this, this podcast. I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> I'm not doing this. 
I'm not going to I'm not going to entertain you, Dominique. Sugar does go on grits. <laughs> okay, I'm for sure. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Y'all won't trigger me. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Y'all will not trigger me. I'm going to stay on task today on this podcast. I would not be I would not be sidetracked. We will talk about the the no lip Michigan governor guy and we will continue to talk about this black history catastrophe. Did you hear about the the two guys who um Pretended they were members of Wu Tang Clan to get like a like hotel and studio time in Atlanta. No, I, I ain't know about that. <laughs> How'd they pull that off? Well, they got caught. They didn't really pull it off as a problem. Well, well they must. They did it for a while. <laughs> they were driving a Rolls Royce somehow. Rolls Royce driving scammers posed as Wu Tang Clan <laughs> to get free hotel stays and studio time. And Atlanta, their names are Walker Washington. We all know the Rizza, the Jizza, Walker Washington, old dirty <laughs> bastard. And the other guy is Aaron Barnes Burpo. Inspected deck, Aaron Barnes Burpo, you God, Method Man. Have been charged with identity theft in Atlanta. Police say they, they rented the cars. They also said were, they were part of the Rock Nation. <laughs> yeah, they were throwing all, all, the, all the words. They, they rented cars. Checked in the hotels and reserved studio time, claiming to be members of the rap group Wu Tang Clan's entourage. They also gave Rock Nation Jay Z's label as their name for reservations. We're with the native tongues. <laughs> we're part of the we're part of the Sugar Grits gang. Uh, <laughs> you don't know us? <laughs> nope, nope, not doing this. Nope, <laughs> must resist, must resist, <laughs> fight the urge. They left. They left the hotel with a forty-five thousand dollar unpaid bill. <laughs> they also walked away from a $39,000 bill. They tried to reserve a number of rooms. They tried to get like 10 rooms in a hotel and said, hey, we're part of Rock Nation. Um, a crew of Rolls-Royce driving identity thieves who pose as rap industry figures scams, scammed more than $100,000 from some of the South's most exclusive hotels. The men told hotel workers they were with the entertainment firm Rock Nation and listed the rap group Wu-Tang Clan with at least one of the hotels, according to the criminal complaint, Filed this week in the U.S. District Court. Walker Washington and Aaron Barnes Burpo have been charged with identity theft in Atlanta. Burpo! There they are. Burpo! <laughs> no one else like, has yet been charged. Um, One of them look like a skinny Cory Booker with hair. <laughs> Burpo! Cory Booker, you mean the Kizza? <laughs> so, uh, the, the Georgian the Hotel, the Georgian Terrace Hotel in Atlanta, where cast members from Gone with the Wednesday during the film's Atlanta premiere, what? Were left with $445,000 unpaid bill. Hyatt Regency in Atlanta said they, they had a $39,000 tab there. What are they? Are they just drinking everything out of the mini bar? Oh, lightly soiled Aaron. Um, They've been driving Rolls-Royce Phantom rented from a, Nash, a national limousine, which re reported the loss of nearly $60,000. Did they steal it? They never brought it back. The group also used two Atlanta recording studios, but never paid those bills. So they made an album. I want to hear that album. <laughs> what will Martin Shkreli pay for that album? They left owing a total of $17,000. Walker Washington and Aaron Barnes Burpo are charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud and aggregated, aggravated identity theft, credit cards using the scam, or one that was stolen. Okay, so they they ran up these bills because you got to put a credit card down at the register or at the front desk. They put down stolen credit cards. 
scam unraveled at Fairfield Inn and Suites in August, Augusta, Georgia, where 10 rooms were booked, supposedly for an artist and his entourage. The reservation listed Rock Nation and the Wu-Tang Clan, uh, but the staff suspected a scam, and the hotel sales director called Rock Nation and was told the company was not associated with the men booking rooms. They flew too close to the sun is what happened. <laughs> so. Uh, so far, two of them have been charged. Other people with the group have not been charged. I mean, it's, I feel like that would be an impossible scam to pull off. Well, they must have ran it for a while if they racked up such heavy bills. Yeah, they had st- they booked studio time. <laughs> right. <laughs> they had a Rolls Royce. They were running it for a while. This was like the third hotel. Right. So, yeah, they were. And it doesn't say what the time frame was, like how many weeks they were doing this. But it was over a hundred thousand dollars, and stolen credit cards. I guess people didn't cancel the credit cards. Two others with the group told deputies they were homeless men from Atlanta who had been recruited by the defendants to be bodyguards. <laughs> Come on, man. so they didn't get arrested. It's a Wu Tang scam in Atlanta. Jesus Christ! I mean, how, what? Is there a rapper that you could say you are that people might believe? Because they don't know, like, like you gotta be famous enough. I, well, here's the thing: is how they get away with this in Atlanta, in right? Thing. I could see Iowa. Oh, for, uh, there's probably like ten different Wu Tang clans in Iowa. But Atlanta, right <laughs> I would. I don't. I don't know of anybody that um that like a Rock Nation or a Wu Tang would call a hotel company and be like, "Yo, I'm with." I'm part of the Wu Tang. Give me rooms. I, I would I would think they were trying to keep that low key because they wouldn't want the publicity. So how would you? Yeah, if you if you have a stolen credit card, you think you would just go use the stolen credit card? Yeah. To just get yourself some rooms. Why would you need ten rooms? What's the point of that? You're you're gonna get caught. The whole point is to not get caught. I don't think so. Andy, where are we at? Uh, we are. Let's see. Uh, about an hour 20-ish. Oh, we've been podcasting all day. <laughs> I'm running out of gas. That's, uh, there's something I want to ask the ladies in the chat room. Not to cut off this wonderful Wu-Tang conversation. Wu-Tang? <laughs> Wu-Tang sham. Um, and because we talk about Wu-Tang, we get Everything it. to fuck with. What do y'all think about Justin Timberlake apologizing to Janet Jackson and Britney Spears? And does he even apologize to Janet Jackson if there's any if there's nothing to apologize to Britney Spears about? Okay, so the backdrop is that Britney Spears documentary is out. I haven't right. watched it. It's on Hulu. I think it came on FX, but it's on Hulu now. And it's all about how everyone mistreated Britney Spears in the media, including Justin Timberlake, some of the shit that he said, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And so Justin Timberlake's been getting dragged. Say something that I normally I normally dislike heavily about shit like this. And the normal defense that people say is when they talk about Justin and him being involved with Brittany, like they were kids. Well, they were, they were teenagers. Yeah. Right? He was a, he was a kid too. So I don't, he made a song about her. Cry me a river. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm like, I mean, I guess, but he's been in the crosshairs all week because the of the shit that went on between him and Janet Jackson, though. He was he in was his old, 20s. He was older then. 
Okay, he was he had been he was older and he'd been around the block at that point. You know, leading up to just him and Brittany, they were kids. The shit with Janet Jackson, he'd been around the block at that point. So everything that happened with him and him and Janet, do we believe that he this apology comes if the shit with Britney Spears tape didn't come up? Has he, he hasn't he addressed the Janet Jackson thing before? Uh, he like did a couple of years ago. I don't know. Yeah, I think somebody I saw somebody on Twitter said that. Um, I can't think. I, I just saw it on Twitter, and he uh, he said he brought it up to Justin Timberlake, and his his comment was um, his retort was "You sweet soul." So that was his what? comeback to. Well, that would mean no. Then that's what Mike B says to his grits. Yeah, I walk into this trap. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, if you look at uh, Justin Timberlake is an opportunist. He's always been. Yes, he always has been. So now that now that now that he has to apologize for Britney Spears, it's the it's the right amount of cover to apologize for Janet Jackson. I almost said Jack by accident. So and make and, no mistake, and, they 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 tried to take everything from Janet. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the reason people want an apology to Janet is because it all fell on her shoulders back when it happened. Yeah. yeah. And he sort of yeah. s- sort of snuck away without really having right, to deal with right. any of the fallout from that. That was the shit that happened between him and Brittany. That's some ignorant boyfriend, girlfriend, teenage boyfriend, girlfriend shit. Wrong. OK. No one's disputing that. But that's that's kind of par for the course for a teenage boyfriend girlfriend type situation and who breaks up later and blah 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 but it provides some cover this shit that this shit would with janet Ugh. well it's interesting all right so here's the here's the thing that he posted on instagram i've seen the messages tags comments and concerns and i want to respond i am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. I understand that I fell short in these moments and in many others and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually. Well, this is a group apology. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't work Uh, because I care for and respect these women. And I know I failed. I also feel compelled to respond in part because everyone involved deserves better. And most importantly, because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be part of and grow from. The the industry is flawed. It uh, sets men, especially white men, up for success. It's designed this way. As a man in a privileged position, I have to be vocal about this because of my ignorance. I didn't recognize it for all that it was while it was happening in my own life, but I do not want to ever benefit from the others being pulled down again. I have not been perfect in navigating all this throughout my career. I know this apology is a first step and doesn't absolve the past. I want to take accountability for my own missteps in all of this, as well as be part of a world that uplifts and supports. I care deeply about the well-being of the people I love and have loved. I can do better and I will do better. This sounds like this right here sounds like he's angling for his own special documentary where he finally apologizes to Janet Jackson via FaceTime. On, uh, on so you doc- think he's just trying to sort of uh, cash in a little bit on this? Well, yeah, this is, he's an opportunist. Absolutely. It was, it was not, I, I, I mean, we talk about politics a lot. So it wasn't politically expedient for him to apologize to Janet Jackson years ago because 
it wasn't. But now that this Britney thing came out, right? I don't know much about it, but this Britney thing came out. It gave him the political cover, political cover in my Mitch McConnell voice to apologize to Britney Spears under the disguise of apologize to Janet Jackson, which in turns, watch me, gets a documentary, the Justin Timberlake documentary, which shows that uh-huh. he apologized to Janet Jackson while his new album drops, where the clips are, are featured on the album. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. I see what's going on. Yeah. I see what's going on. Well, um, in the chat says, uh, a sit down with Janet Jackson. That would be wonderful. Oh, the red table. Let's do the red table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have Janet Jackson <laughs> and Justin Timberlake at the red. They haven't had a high profile red table in days. <laughs> it's been a while since we've had a high profile red table. Yeah, Tamika said, um, sit down and talk with Janet. That would be great. I would like to see, um, I, if they do it at the red table, I would love to see Jada Pickett's mama speak first before bringing them on. I would love it. <laughs> I would love would it. Janet Jackson do that? She's very, like, shy about, like, No, it's not really her thing. I feel like she would, maybe she would ghost him. I, I would hope that if that was to happen, even if they did, like, a sit down, I would hope Janet Jackson would turn them down. She, just, that's not her style. Uh, she, you know what? She, well, it would be they would have to, they would have to ambush her, and she, and she wouldn't go for that either. But she might be willing to go on to talk about the career in music. I could see if it was like a sister to sister type thing. I don't know how she feels about them, but she might be willing to do that. But they right. would have to. And by the come on out, you know that kind of thing. Well, he's been backstage the whole time. Come yeah, on out, know, Justin Timberlake. There, that's that's not their style. No. I, has she, I mean, I don't even think, she, has she spoken about that in depth? She seems to have no, spoken about it a little bit. I don't but. believe so. Maybe one of the, somebody in the chat room can sell us, but I don't believe that she's ever really spoken about it. She pretty much kept her own counsel on that. I thought she said something when Justin Timberlake did the Super Bowl a couple of, a couple of years ago. She, yeah, I was thinking maybe there was a thing that she, when she said something. And he started you know, doing country music. Yeah, she got, got, she got banned from the Super country Bowl, music. Right? He got invited back. She was... Yeah. She and like he's the one who pulled the shit off of her, but somehow the black woman became the became the uh, problem, you know. And also, it the other thing that I always felt like it doesn't have to be anybody's problem or fault. If a mistake yeah. happens, a mistake happens. Like this sort of thing of like, well, do you blame him or do you blame her? How about none of the above? Right. Can we just do that? Like they, it's, it's it might have really been the fucking wardrobe malfunction, like they said. Who knows? If it was pre-planned, then they're both in on it. So he's got to take some blame. Well, he folded up really quick and begged for the industry's forgiveness. And, you know, they're going to forgive the white boy. But right. again, that's part, that's partly our fault because we, I got to dance to this justified. Cry me a river. I got to dance to these shits. I got to, <laughs> <laughs> I got to dance this shit. I mean, Jay-Z, Jay-Z turned around did it and did songs with him. Jay-Z didn't have to do that. So it didn't mean too much to Jay-Z. Uh, the halftime show is produced by MTV and focused on the network's choose or lose campaign. This is 04. The exposure was broadcast to a total audience of 143.6 million viewers. What if my children see that? Following the wardrobe incident, the NFL announced MTV, which had also produced a halftime show previous year, would not be involved in the future. In addition, CBS parent company Viacom and its co-owned subsidiaries, MTV, enforced a blacklist of Jackson's singles and music videos on many radio formats and music channels worldwide. The FCC fined CBS for indecency 27500 and increased it to 325000 
They eventually fined CBS a record $550,000 for the incident, but that fine was ultimately voided by the Third Circuit Court of Appeals in 2011, and a case to reinstate the fine was refused in 2012. So they didn't even have to pay any fines. So no, they didn't even face consequences. The only one who did was Janet Jackson. Uh, The incident was ridiculed both within the U.S. and abroad with a number of commentators opining that it was a planned stunt, um, et cetera, et cetera. So YouTube co-founder Jawed Karim credits the incident with leading to the creation of the video sharing website. The incident also made Janet Jackson the most searched person and term of 04 and 05. The incident broke the record for most search events over one day. The incident became the most watched, recorded, and replayed television moment in TiVo history and enticed an estimated 35,000 new TiVo subscribers to sign up. The term wardrobe malfunction was coined as a result of the incident and eventually added to Merriam-Webster's dictionary. So everybody found a way to sort of benefit from that, except Janet Jackson. Well, the black woman, the Jezebel, which is what they're trying to call our, our vice president now, Jezebel, these right. you know, it's her fault. She, she enticed that, that young man, that good young man. But how, but how, how with, with those black titties, she brought those black, those grown woman, black titties out and he couldn't resist, man. It's, it's these, these Jezebel black women, they just, they entice these good, wholesome white boys. And, you know, they, they can't help themselves. They can't, they can't, they just, they have, they have to, they just, who's the hussy that's calling my, 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 my bay, Madam Vice President. A <laughs> um, couple of, couple of, uh, evangelical pastors, white boys, okay. usual white men, excuse me. Well, I bet you she had like an affair. She, she had sex with a married man or something. Is that what they were going at? No. Okay. <laughs> What's the Jezebel comment? No, then? no. She's a black woman. That's. I bet you. But isn't there something about like the sexual activity? Isn't yeah, because she's a black woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got this article up from Seattle Times. Kamala Harris, a Jezebel. Southern Baptist leaders insult insult is dangerous. Experts say. Two days after Kamala Harris was sworn in, Tom Buck let it out. <laughs> Tom Buck. Quote, I can't imagine any truly God-fearing Israelite who wouldn't want their would have wanted their daughters to view Jezebel as an inspirational role model because she was a woman in power, tweeted Buck, senior pastor of First Baptist Church in Lindale, Texas. In the days leading up to the inauguration, Buck had quoted scripture about evildoers alongside criticism of President Joe Biden's stance on abortion rights, but his comments on Harris drew the most attention. For those torn up over my tweet, I stand by 100%. My problem is her godless character. She is not only is the most radical pro-abortion VP ever, but also most radical LGBT advocate. The most. Buck Buck wasn't the only Southern Baptist preacher to refer to Harris as a Jezebel, a biblical character who has become shorthand for an amoral, wantonly sexual woman. Weeks earlier before the January 6th insurrection, at the U.S. Capitol, Steve Swafford, head of the First Baptist Church of Rockwell, Rockwall near Dallas, another Texan, made a similar statement, delivering a videotaped sermon he called Biden cognitively dysfunctional. What if something happens to Biden and Jezebel has to take over? Jezebel Harris, isn't that her name? 
Then he dropped the mic and walked off stage. They need to um they need to keep first of all, they need to keep my bay out of them out of their mouth. First of all. <laughs> Second, if you check out their porn search history, I'm pretty sure ebony is oh, all it's all cuckolding. Oh, it's, yeah. cuck, it's cuckolding <laughs> and blacked. Yeah, it's all it's all ebony. It's all, all yeah, it's, it's all it's all big ass number sixty-two. <laughs> <laughs> booty talk seventy-five. Yeah, booty talk eighty-five. Yeah. Oh, in the yeah. United States, the Jezebel trope was specifically used to, to justify sexual violence against enslaved African women on plantations. If black women were naturally sexually deviant and promiscuous, then raping or harassing them was excusable. So it's got some uh, racist roots. Absolutely. Doesn't everything? <laughs> Does, yeah. Welcome to America. All goes back <laughs> Justin Timberlake got over because of it. Lucky him. I'm telling you, if this Britney shit doesn't come up, no one's even thinking about Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. Right. It's only he was getting he was trending on Twitter, is what happened. Yeah. He's trending on Twitter and it wasn't positive. But like I said, Jay-Z still did a song with him, now didn't he? What song did Jay-Z do with him? Timberland still worked with him, now didn't he? Clips. I love the clips. Snoop, Snoop still fucked with him, then didn't he? Uncle Charlie fucked with him. All these black folks kept fucking with him. Well, maybe he made apologies black to them. Black women kept buying his shit. So. Individually behind the scenes. He was like, hey, Jay-Z, it's me, Justin. First of all, I want to apologize it's to possible. Jackson. Or maybe all these people don't really give a fuck. Is it possible that that's that that's the thing, that none of them really gave a fuck about Janet or the fact that the world tried to take everything from her? I personally know a lot of white black women who are into JT, so I don't know. Yeah, they love they, they, they love them some Justin Timberlake. I was I was only into the one song with um with the clips because obviously seven five seven. Um, outside <laughs> of that, I, I didn't really see the hype besides the fact he was just a white dude they could sing. Um, so whatever. I mean, he was good looking, right? Is that part of it? He was yeah. a good looking guy. I mean, I guess. I mean, I mean, he ultimately. I mean, I, I put him in the same category as, and I would say her name wrong, Mally Cyrus. Well, it was it was good to be in the black community twerking and stuff like that. Yeah, when it wasn't good anymore. Pink, it, same thing. He ran, same thing. Ran back into their white skin and it was pink like started out as pink started out as a black artist, and then all of a sudden, yeah. all isn't of she sudden, like a rocker? Or no, no, she was like a. She pop. started out as a black artist, then she became like a progressive rock singer, and then she was like a pop girl. And then, but she started out as a black artist. She was on. Um, she was all in. Uh, Babyface's partner's label. Uh, this is Babyface's partner. LA. LA Reed. She was on LA Reed's label in Atlanta. Pink. We got to stop letting them in. That's the thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. We got to stop letting these. <laughs> We can't let everybody in, man. They didn't, the country music people didn't let Beyonce in. Beyonce was killing, was killing country music. They were like, "Hell no, you can't be in our CMT award." Yeah, yep. no. they let Sting in though, didn't they? Well, they let Sting in. But yeah. They're happy to have Sting be there. <laughs> you know what has to happen? The cookout invite has to have an expiration date. You have to renew it like a driver's license. <laughs> you can't. It's not a blanket forever. It's not like a forever stamp. You're always allowed into the cookout. You have to be reevaluated every two years. Every two years or so. And term limits. Uh, in the chat. Term limits for your cookout invite. Yeah. I, I, it's like people that, um, and I, I get to this argument all the time, and I don't want to sound like I'm racist. I could be. I don't know. Um, 
I don't like when people say Eminem is the greatest rapper of all time. Like, so we want to skip through all the black artists ever to and go straight to Eminem, huh? That's. I mean, look, if you're gonna jump over Black Thought, <laughs> or, or um, shit, oh my god, man! Like, you know how many rappers you got? Black uh, Thought, Rock Kim. Yeah, um, I know people. I know. I know. I have black friends who sit there and defend like Eminem is the name. I'm like, so you gonna you? How many black artists are you gonna skip over to get the L? Like. He he talked about killing his 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 mama. That's that's yeah. that's hip hop. Yeah, but the the way the flow, you know, it's like <laughs> you got to think about the wordplay. M always name checks uh, LL. So and Tretch, Tretch somewhere is in his guy. mind, he's looking at LL and Tretch. This guy's yeah. Tretch is. He said uh, it was on that Ice T's documentary uh, yeah. about hip hop where he said when he heard Naughty by Nature's first album, he said he stopped rapping for that whole summer. Because Tretch just blew him away, and he and if you listen to Eminem, especially the earlier stuff, and then listen to Tretch, you can see it. Because Tretch was very dense with his wordplay. People don't give Tretch a lot of credit in right. like the all time list, but at the time, I mean, Tretch was like a lot of people's number one or top three. You know, in the moment, like the early mid nineties, and very dense with his wordplay. He didn't talk about tying up his mother and, you know, <laughs> and all that stuff, uh, but he had a lot of skill as a rapper and Eminem, right, right. I think, uh, I think there's a clear inspiration from Tretch when you listen, go back and listen to Naughty Mighty Nature's first album and think of Eminem when you're listening to it. I always think of Pharrell Monch when conversations like this come up. I'm like, is this guy as good as Pharrell Monch? Because Pharrell Monch is a dude who doesn't really get a lot of run as far as we will talk about great MCs. I'm like, but it's also the output, like great, right. great, but you're not putting much out then right, right. what is great, you know? So, Eminem, I've never owned an Eminem album. Yeah, uh, I got a couple I, of I got a couple of songs on here. He did the Southpaw soundtrack, so I got a couple yeah. of those. They're good songs to work out to. And Amy turned on to this song he did with um, Beyonce, "Walk on Water," which is a okay. She, some reason she said it makes me her that song makes her think of me. So she was like, "Yeah, listen to this." So I'm, I'm more of a Redman fan myself. Redman, so okay. I'm a Redman guy. Doc's the name. That's me. Okay. But yeah. it's. But That's, all the people that I've named, all the other hip, I have all of their stuff, multiple, <laughs> multiples of their shit. I don't have very much. I got like. But is eight, Eminem eight in their songs. class? Because if he's in their class, then you can put him number one and say, "Well, it's all part of is the same." He, no, he's I not, think he's, but he's, I not think a, he's an exceptionally he's skilled their, rapper. He is skilled, but there's a lot of it. Talib is exceptionally skilled. <laughs> you know. Well, you can put. I mean, would people? If you said Talib was your number one, would people side eye that? I Maybe. people in hip hop, I believe, would. Maybe. Because I would because to me it's always, are you telling me? I to me, Rakim is the is the GOAT. It's but that's just because of what he did to hip hop. I think Talib says the same thing. What actually. he means to hip hop. So that's that's not a question. But then I'm looking at Black Thought and I'm like, so are you better than Black Thought? <laughs> well, there's more to it too. Black Thought and a live show. There's no hype, man. He does that all by himself. He can front a band right. all by himself without like someone finishing his sentences for the entire show. I mean, there's a whole level of performance right. that a lot. I mean, I don't know that Tillip Kweli is a performer on that level, you know, right. or anybody he's good. else. And he's good, by the way. <laughs> no Most people that, can't perform the way Black Thought performs. No one's saying that Tillip's not good, but <laughs> so. But what's that's a, what's the category? Is it if making yeah. hits? Because Eminem has way more hits than yeah, you know. and that that to me is never going to be that. There's there's something to be said to for longevity. I'm not going to dispute unless your longevity is cut short by illness or some shit like that, or you just quit. Or, or you know, a gunshot. 
Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> something to be said for that. But I don't know if record does record sales count for all of that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it does because it's a lot of vanilla ice sold a lot of albums. <laughs> you know, and so, uh, someone, yeah, Brandon in the chat said Eminem made his money because of white boys. So did a lot of rappers. <laughs> a lot of so did a lot of black rappers. A lot of black rappers made their money. But yeah, I mean, it's. I think Eminem is very skilled. I don't check for him. Um, when I hear him on something, I'm like, oh, that guy can rap. But yeah, the content is also part of the conversation. So it's like, I don't know if he's rapping about anything I care to right, right. to listen to twice. I'll listen to it once and be like, wow, that kind of blew me away the way he put those words together. But I'm not revisiting anything from Eminem. Right. I've never felt compelled to. Right. Um, is he as good as Chuck D? He's another guy we don't people really People forget about. Chuck, because people didn't think Chuck D had the flow, but he had the voice, the delivery, and the content. Right. And he flowed better than people give him credit for. You know, those those the prime of public enemy. He had better flow than people act like he had. So, you know, it's, um, but someone putting Eminem as their number one, I can see the, if it depends on the criteria, I can see them by certain criteria having him in there, but there are a lot of people you can, uh, uh, a lot of people put Eminem number uh, one, only I'm, listen to like three rappers though. You know, they're not really rap I, I, fans. I, I think it's something to say that he um, caused other record labels to try to find their white their white boy rapper like oh, Timberland really? tried to find well, who, Bubba, Bubba Sparks Bubba, Bubba Sparks came out for a little bit around mm-hmm. that time and right and, and then it was somebody it was Bubba Sparks um um Paul Wall was another one who came out oh no one gives Paul Wall any credit but he was getting credit because he's from he's from you know Fifth Ward yeah <laughs> he got a lot of he got a lot of credit in Houston oh yeah you know, but, I mean, so there was, a, I mean, he, I mean, I guess he paved the way, but when you sit there and you talk about like, he's number one, I'm like, I could name like 25 people before I even get the M right? at least 10, you know? And then, I mean, then we, then we go into, you know, how can you say that and then have a whole argument about who's better Tupac or, or Biggie, you know? So, right. <laughs> right. One, but now let's have this debate about who's the greatest of all time. Like stop. Right. Why about this right now? Right. Yeah, I mean, what if it's what if someone says Eminem's in my top five? Do you side eye that? Mike would have to because you said you can, you can name twenty five people right off the top of your head that you yeah. think are are better than him. So yeah, I'm going Jay Z, Big L, Red Man, um, Biggie, and then I wasn't really a big Tupac fan, and and Nas. So that's five right there. Right. So. And not in that particular order. <laughs> Brandon's right. LL's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet either. And he's, I don't think there's a reason why he shouldn't be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where's uh, Pusha T on your list, Mike B? Um, he's probably like 26, 27. Okay. <laughs> so he doesn't even Pusha. get the hometown bump? I don't get the hometown bump, man. I, I, I mean, I mean... I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I mean, there's only so much cocaine I could listen to before. I'm like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough cocaine. <laughs> yeah. That's enough. That's enough yeah. The that. repeated listen, they don't have a good repeat listen factor. Yeah. It's like, I, it's only but sometimes I can hear before I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, I get it. You move weight. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. God. It's a lot of drugs. Jesus. <laughs> Same with me with Griselda gang. Like they can rap, but I'm like, it's all drug. It's all drug rap. Like everything is. Is like selling I, drugs. I still listen to the I listen to the one Big L album that came out. I love Big L. I love him. Yeah, uh, the Flamboyant album. I love it. And um, his life got cut short, but um, I listen to his album some um, sometimes uh, all the way through. Oh, I'm sorry, and I forgot to add Drake. 
uh, no disrespect, but I, I think Drake is a uh, is an artist that deserves more um, praise than Eminem. Actually, really, yeah, because I, there's not a Drake album that I listen to, except for like one, where I haven't that that I skipped the track. I can listen to okay. Drake. I've never really fucked with Drake. Seems like, like a it. nice guy. Yeah, I'm. I, I've never really fucked with him either, but not on any type of I hate Drake level. Just. The music is not really for me, I guess, you know, but somebody liking it's not going to be enough to me to go, hey, you fucking it now. I just, I don't, I don't fuck with him. I like Drake's backstories. I like how every song somehow, you like, you remember when we used to go to the park and eat apples <laughs> and make memories? He's got a lot of memories. <laughs> I like when he was giving away money to people in Miami. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. If he walked up to me with a stack of money, I'd be like, can you blur my face, dude? Like this, I don't want to pay taxes on this. <laughs> like, seriously? Well, it's all cash. It's all cash. Yeah, right? it's all cash. Thank you. This is perfect. All cash. No yeah, trail. But there's, there's a trail. It's on your it's on the video. It's got yeah. 10 million hits. There's a trail. It's a bigger trail than your W2. <laughs> Come on, Drake. Just put that shit like do like a drug deal. Just cup your cup it in my hand real quick. Here's a quick $10,000. Like, hey, man, don't say the actual amount. Shut up. Don't, don't say <laughs> Can you Venmo me? Like, is that cool? <laughs> Let me get my Venmo real quick. Yeah. All right, y'all. Let's bring this one home. I feel like we've been podcasting for years now. I want to thank you guys for coming in with us. As always, we appreciate y'all for doing this with the mic. Thanks for coming up off the bench with us. Thank y'all for having me, man. We appreciate I, you, man. You just got to let us know if you want to come on, man. Put the, put the offer out there. Unless we got something going on. You know the door's open. I had to get out. I had to get out the doghouse. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, chat room, for you I've guys. Checking coming the in cover with us. art clock back there, Mike B has. He has a clock with his album cover. Of course he does. Uh, shout out to that's that's Greg Stevens' idea. He bought that for me for Christmas. Okay, where'd he so, get that? That's pretty cool. I don't know. He he was like Merry Christmas, and I opened it up, and it was the album, and I was like, oh. I'm, is it a clock? Is it is the clock operational? You have a battery in there or what? It looks like a clock. Is it not a clock? <laughs> I think Mike froze. Oh, he froze. <laughs> are, are you back? Is that? Does, yeah, yeah. Is there a battery in there? Yep. Did I set the clock? Nope. Uh, I remember, I set your watch once. Yeah. Back when we <laughs> podcasts were done in person, you didn't. Right. You don't even have your watches set. <laughs> <laughs> time, time is a figment to Mike. <laughs> what is time? Hey, what is time, man? <laughs> Thanks everybody for coming in. We appreciate y'all as always. Y'all come on back on Monday. We'll be here for y'all next week. We'll have something for you. Have another guest, probably. If not, somebody will be here. Maybe White pop pop. Maybe we'll get Elton back. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, y'all be safe. If it's cold where you're at, just stay inside tonight. It's supposed to warm up here tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to it. It's Valentine's Day, guys. Yeah. Uh, show somebody you love them. Uh, if anything, just leave them alone for the day. That's love. Yeah, let them do their own thing. Leave them alone. That's Delete love. their numbers. That's love. Thanks, y'all, for coming in. We appreciate y'all. Let's take it home. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I might be. Hey, we're three guys on. We are out. <laughs>